Hey, everybody. After a contentious election last night, how crazy was all of that? This is Matt from Don't Unfriend Me. It's fantastic to see you. And I want to walk you through a little bit. I promised I'd be back on tonight and uh, got a good workout in, feeling solid. Going to go back for a run after this. And uh, I'll tell you, um, no sleep definitely is not good for the soul. It, uh, it definitely throws you for a loop. So when you start thinking about uh, yesterday and you start getting some negative thoughts and you snap at a UPS driver and then you just go, wait a second, let's put it all in perspective, right? Let's slow down. I didn't lose an election, uh, even though it may have felt that way. But listen, we'll get to all that. What I really want to tell you is just something really simple is how do you know uh, that communism is a bad thing? All the red flags. I'll be back after this. Going to be a great show, folks. I'm pretty excited. This is Matt from Don't Unfriend Me. Got a little bit of stuff at the bottom. We are on all podcasts now. Overcast, iTunes, Anchor, um, and a bunch of other ones. Google. So go listen. And the shows will be transcribed to um, podcast right when the videos post up. So my name is Matthew. It's wonderful to see him. Some of you were with me last night, and it's great to have you back tonight. And I'll tell you, I was really overwhelmed by the amount of support that I received. So thank you so very much. That is a little bright on the video. I'm going to turn that down. There we go. That's more realistic. Um, good to have you here. We're going to have about a 20, 25 minute show and then I'm going to get live because I know there's some people who have some questions and it seems like everyone's going to jump off the proverbial cliff if I don't uh, start answering some questions here. Listen, first thing I want to say is uh, th- there is no congratulations to give yet. This election is still going. There are six votes pending. And six electoral college votes. And, and, and let's be honest, I would rather have him not um, concede until we have Georgia, uh, until we have North Carolina and Pennsylvania, Alaska, all that closed out. I may, Alaska may have dropped when I was sleeping uh, in my head going through my zombie day. But I, I want to be patient. Um, I don't want to rush. I want to take our time. And we're already past the election day, so let's make sure we get it right. Now, there's a whole bunch of scuttlebutt, also known as rumors, going on. And here was one of them I saw today, which was really fun. We're going we're gonna to talk about them and before I go into the picture. Um, there are some things that are being said that are really accurate and true. And there are some things being said that are complete fallacies. And I'm going to try to tell us which one's real and which one's not based upon a little bit of research and also that this isn't my first rodeo. Also, right over here by the podcast, there's a little red envelope. You can click that and subscribe if you're on YouTube. And down below, you can follow and share. I got a ton of followers last night, I think 200 and then 120 some odd likes. Thank you for that. Keep it up. Keep following and liking. It helps me let you know when I go live and I release something new. So there's a lot of misnomers. And I must have had 50, 60 texts today. That's what happens when you... uh, when you have a show, people start uh, relying on you, and that's great. I f- it feels good. I like doing it. And if I'm not working, I'll answer if I can. By the way, I've got the new Don't Unfriend Me mic flag, which is really cool. I was pretty excited to get that today. So it's 360. It's full color, and uh, I'm not going to give you a shot of color. You can imagine what it looks like. It looks like the lower left. All right, let's get into this. Enough wasting time. 
Um, I received this earlier today. Now, now I want to be really clear, folks. There are a lot of conspiracy theories out there right now, and this is absolutely one of them, that a uh, indelible ink or permanent marker was on the ballots, and there they were not scanning. Okay. It, I understand why you want to fall for it, because people can be very convincing, right? I'm one of them. I, I tend to, to convince people of things that... Um, like last night, we were talking. I think people trusted me and said, okay, he was right pretty much on everything. Um, he had to take Michigan and, 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 and he had to take Wisconsin. I thought Michigan was going to go. Um, I still think it's not gone. I still think there's opportunity. Um, I think a recount needs to happen in both. But ultimately, there were some things I got right and got wrong. But you just need to use common sense, right? Um, using a permanent marker or a ballpoint pen or a number two pencil, preferably sharpened, is going to give you the same result on a scanner. This isn't 1946. This isn't 1960 with a fax machine. These are digital high-definition scanners that they're using, laser scanners, that essentially take high photo images and send these into a database. Um, no, there's. this is not a problem. Let's move on. It's not true. Okay. It's already been debunked like 50 times. So that's number one. Uh, number two, there's something interesting is I got this one and it's by Doug Ducey. He says, not so fast. The race has narrowed in Arizona, uh, considerably, which, which it has. And we're going to go through that and take a look uh, with hundreds of thousands of votes yet to be counted from all over the state. I'll say it again. Let's count the votes and let the people rather, uh, than making declarations. So I'll be honest with you. I, I think that's a great point. Um, I, I, this is not fake news. This is actually accurate. We're going to go over Arizona in a minute, and I'll show you where the issue is. And really what the issue is, is that he was trending in Maricopa County around 67%, a two-thirds ratio. There's 500,000 votes, 386,000 to 500,000 votes pending. That He closes the gap. If he just continues at 54% versus the 67%, He'll close the gap and win Arizona. Arizona's in play. Um, and people, and Josh has been sending me messages. I think it's Josh. He's somebody I met last night. He's been sending me messages all day, and I've been trying to encourage him. Hey, just take it easy. We're going to find out. I haven't seen anything. I'm with Josh. I think, I think it's now interesting. And Nevada looks very interesting. Um, I, it's 8,000 votes. And the reason why it hasn't moved today, and I'm going to go into that, is that they're not going to have anything. They're not even going to release any updated results until tomorrow at noon. So there's another one that I heard that was interesting, and somebody sent this to me. And I'm not going to out anybody. I, I've got some friends that like to dabble and listen to conspiracy theories. Um, and that's okay, because I like blowing conspiracy theories apart. And this one looks very convincing, okay? This is the 2020 results up until, I would say this is probably around 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. this morning. It's a little low. But you can see the vote is 2.2 million and then 100 uh, or 1.9 million up on the top. And then, so it's not, it's, it's like 1.30, 3 o'clock last night when it was called. And then in the morning, there was an increase of 140,000 votes and Trump didn't get one of them. Now, 
Could it be that they batch counted? Yes. Does it mean that they, they could separate their stacks and then input one at one point and then input the rest at another? Absolutely. That can totally happen. It's a waste of time and I wouldn't understand why. But how did he go up 138K? Oh, my math is right. How did I go up 138K with no change to Trump? This could be an anomaly. This could be the system catching up to itself. This could be um, certain counties reporting two different results. We don't know, but it is a question we need to ask. So this is not a conspiracy theory. We need to ask this question because it's really important to find out. Does it overall change anything? Well, no, because I did find out and I took a look at it. And if we compare side by side, um, and here, I'll put this one over here. This is the 2020 result. If you look, there was 2,279 for Trump, 2,268. Uh, with the increase in the overall productivity and the lack of count in, it's very similar to the 2016 numbers. So a lot of people said, how did Michigan triple its votes? They didn't. Um, that's just people being alarmists. But how did he? And we should ask this question. And I think the next slide is going to show us that this question is going to be asked. And when we look at here, uh, this is from Jen Pellegrino from OAN. These are kind of the things that are going to happen from the Trump campaign and what they're going to do to address these things, okay? First thing is uh, Wisconsin within 1% of recount territory. They absolutely should recount Wisconsin. There's no doubt with no equivocation in my mind, there should be a full investigation and they should look at it. I would recommend that anything from a swing state, if it's 1%, you do a recount. It's just, it's just kind of precedent, um, Michigan, outlying our county still to be counted, confident in pathway. I, I don't think so. I, I think Michigan was called by Fox. I think it's going to be called by the AP. And, and I, I think Michigan's a lost cause at this point. Um, who knows? They may find something. Um, even if it's 1%, they absolutely need to recount that too. Um, New York, once all legal ballots, excuse me, New York. Sorry, folks. Nevada, once all legal ballots counted, POTUS accept win by margin of 5,500 votes. Um, okay, first of all, all legal ballots counted, President of the United States expects to win by a margin of 5,500 votes. I think it's possible. I said Las Vegas um, is predominantly blue collar. There are a lot of unions there, but those unions have been kind of been falling out on the East Coast unions and the Rust Belt unions. Vegas has kind of its own little thing going on, and they don't want to be shut down. They are losing billions and billions of dollars. Uh, not a good idea, and they don't want a lockdown, and that could sway the election. And it's... It had a big impact in Florida and other places. Georgia, confident and healthy lead. So am I. I think Georgia's called. It should be called now. And the only reason, and I'll talk about this, is this is when you talk about election tampering or fudging the numbers, I'll explain what I mean when it comes to Georgia. Pennsylvania, maintaining conservative estimate, expectation, POTUS win state by 40,000 votes. I think that's completely safe to assume. It was a 600,000 a vote lead, and I'll show you where we're at now. And it's trending that way. For every 1%, they're losing about twenty five to 30,000 votes. That makes about much sense. Arizona, expect final batch of 500,000 votes still to be counted. Ballots cast closest to election day. Expect two-thirds to 70% of those ballots for POTUS. And that's what I was just telling you. He's actually got a two-thirds vote going on in Maricopa. Maricopa, it's not 70, it's 67%. Let's be completely accurate. But either way, if he just averages 54 in that current trend, he wins Arizona. This is absolutely probably the biggest thing that they're hanging their hat on and why Trump isn't conceding is because if he wins Arizona, it's going to Pennsylvania and he's leading. This is going to frustrate the Democrats. And I understand that. And, and, and my Democrat friends, I respect and love you. I understand why you're upset, but you would be doing the same thing if the roles were reversed. So let's stop pretending 
that uh, we're holier than thou and our shittest doesn't stink us. All right, so we're going to go into something else real quick. And I, I want to go into state by state. And I want to look at it. And I want to talk to you about what I truly feel is a lib- not corruption. It's not corruption or election tampering. It's just bad form. And what I mean by bad form is the press should absolutely be pushing Georgia, pushing North Carolina, and they're not. And they are just sitting on their votes. And that is absolutely killing Donald Trump because it looks like he's coming from behind. He's not. They've counted these northern blue states to kind of create the illusion. They called Arizona early. We know that. They called Virginia early and got away with it because, like I said, that one looked bleak. But Arizona is too early to call and they shouldn't have. And Fox knows. They've been taking heat for this. They shouldn't have called it. And the AP shouldn't have called it yet. It's in play. And it was very heavy in Trump's favor. Um, And with a Latino vote in in Florida, I would absolutely not assume that he's not going to win Arizona. So next thing is, by them kind of suppressing those results in Georgia, it's six liberal states all sitting on their votes. That's not a coincidence. If you think states don't play politics too, you're crazy. If you don't think the DNC and Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and, and, and Biden and Kamala Harris and every other liberal was, was not on the phone with these governors and these mayors, you're insane. And they absolutely told Philadelphia to shut it down last night. It, it just creates the illusion If these people invest $42 million on a fake Russian hoax that lasted three and a half years and impeached the president and have tried everything they possibly could to remove him from office, from sexual impropriety, 16 of those, to Stormy Daniels, to her stupid lawyer, to his lawyer's tapes, to General Flynn, to Ukraine, to secret calls, to women peeing on him, to the fake dossier, my God. If you don't think they can do this, then you're just foolish. So although no conspiracy, they are playing politics and it's dirty pool. So what they should do is slow it down. Let's get Georgia in. Let's get uh, North Carolina in. Let's get Pennsylvania. And let's see where we land. And then if we do after we see that, if Trump doesn't have a path, which he will, and he's only six points away or 10 points away or 16 points away, then you do a recount in Michigan and in Wisconsin. And then the problem solved and you send investigators in and you take a month or two, 48 days, whatever it is, just like they did in Florida, just like Al Gore did to America once 20 years ago. And we do it again. And yes, it sucks, but at least we know if it goes there, I think Trump has a good chance of winning stealing because let's face it. The, the election right now looks to be six points in favor of Biden. I'm assuming Vegas is going to be called for him. Um, but I don't, I don't know because Arizona, it depends how quickly they get this completely counted. So there's just a lot of variables we don't know. So let's look at the states. And this will help. So when we look at the overall numbers, I know that's way too small. Bear with me. When we look at the overall numbers, I'm kicking over to the other camera. Okay, so right now, the popular vote is 68 million to 71 million, about the same gap as Hillary Clinton, 3 million votes. 
Isn't that amazing? Three million votes, and the result is very different in the Electoral College. I can't imagine that most of those votes are outside of California and New York. Once again, it's interesting. You want to take a look at that, because Fox News is reporting one million votes less than that. Take a look at the map. Once again, you see where Joe Biden has performed, and these red, the red wall, which held up minus Virginia and Maryland, looks like it will fall within Trump's favor, which puts him at like 268, I think, or something close to that effect. I'll have to look at it. Um, and I think that would finish him out at 273 or 274, and he would win. He would win, period. Uh, Alaska's still open, too. So those three points are going to him as well. So let's look at it individually by state. If we look at it by state, <coughs> excuse me, Look at it by state. You see that we have 49% in for Joe Biden on Michigan. You're looking at about a 70,000 point difference, 60,000 point difference in those votes to Michigan. It's 99% reported. I think Michigan's going to ultimately go into Trump's favor, but definitely enough for a recount. It's within the margin of error. If he can keep it from being 50 to 48.6, I think he can probably push for a recount. I think he'll ultimately get it. I don't know if he needs it, though. That's the thing. We take a look at Wisconsin. And look here, 49.6 to 48.9. That will absolutely be a recount. Um, No doubt in my mind. You're talking 20,000 votes. And it's 99% in, but once again... There was that large push of votes. What happened there? And were all the ballots cast? Did we count all of them? Did we count all the military ballots? What happened? Wisconsin has a lot of military influence because Great Lakes Naval Base is in Illinois on the south north north border of Illinois and the southern border of Wisconsin. So there is a lot of military personnel there who, who live across the, the, the border. So I want to look at that. I want to see that. So that one right there is interesting to me. That's why a recount needs to happen. Now we start getting into the interesting number, Arizona, which was very red last time. Um, You're not looking at a tremendous amount of votes. He was behind almost 200,000 votes. He's narrowed it down to about 90,000 votes, 93,000 votes. This is a big possibility. And once again, he's trending at a two-thirds ratio in Maricopa County, if there's 500,000 votes left, which is what it looks like considering they're only 84% in, folks, he very well could take Arizona. This is not a stretch here. And if he takes Arizona, that's 11 points and it completely changes this election. It completely changes this election. I'm getting a little bit of lag here. I don't know why. Hold on, folks. A little bit of lag, a little bit of lag. All right. We good? We good? Closing any apps? My sister keeps texting me and she's driving me crazy. All right. All right, there we go. All right, so there's definitely a good possibility that Arizona could turn. And if it flips, that is fantastic news. Absolutely fantastic. Now, Nevada, Trump campaign is also confident in this. And this one is also extremely, extremely low. Only 75% in. Very similar to Arizona. You're looking at 588,000, 8,000 votes, and that hasn't added any today. Most of this will all be counted within the next 24 hours, 16 hours. Georgia, 
Looks really strong for Trump. Let's keep that up there. Looks really strong. 2.4 million, 2.358. You're looking at a swing of about 50,000 votes, roughly, uh, in Georgia, 97% reporting. That looks pretty darn good for him. Most of the big cities are in. That's a great look for him. I think he's got it. And the last thing, Pennsylvania, which is really, really, really a good number. 51.6 by 47.2. He's looking at about a three and a half, four point swing, 4.2, 4.4 swing. That's a really healthy number. And he's 120,000 and 148, so 350 up. They've got about 13% left. That's not great. He's closing the gap, and we knew he would, but let's remember, there's seven counties of Republicans that didn't start counting until today, so those haven't come in yet. So there's a lot of opportunity here for Trump to make a push, and I think we all need to slow down, take a breath, let's see what we can see, and either way, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Listen, I understand. It's hard with Biden. Because I think Trump fans would be okay with Biden. It's his cabinet that scares everybody. So the Senate is an absolute win for us. We actually picked up some House seats. We didn't get the House, but we picked up House seats, which will help across the aisle. Democrats are going to have to trade. They're going to have to play ball. They're going to have to not come after some things. They're going to have to leave some things alone like guns. Because if they come after him, Republicans are not going to help them. It'll be a lame duck presidency. And if that happens, Biden's going to get ousted and be replaced in four years. And I think this is a transition president for America. They see the economy in a good spot. They see our military in a good spot. Trump came in and fixed the things he needed to. And now they ultimately, most of half of them, want Biden to come in and fix the social issues and fix the rioting and coronavirus. I still think President Trump is the right person for that job, but it will be nice that we stop killing each other and wanting to rip each other's faces off every single moment of the day. Listen, folks, I appreciate you. I want everyone to just to relax, calm down, and let's see what we can see. And it's, it's going to be a marathon. It's not a race. This won't be over quickly. And I want you to remember probably the most important thing. Half of America, half of America feels that the winner is evil and going to destroy America and the other half feel that the savior of America just left and vice versa. So the other half feels that their savior just got elected and the most evil person just left. We have to see the good in President Trump. And he did amazing and I think he'll go down as probably one of the best presidents we had from an economic standpoint, from a global standpoint, from a foreign policy and an economy standpoint. But socially, he was a mess. Socially, he was a mess. And he divided this country. Everything Obama did, he undid and then went across the line again. It, it, it went like this. And you know he did. You know he did. He did lean into the white populace. Just like Obama leaned into the black populace. We don't need that. And Joe Biden, I believe, if he can control his cabinet, which I don't think he can, I think if he can maintain his faculties, he is a guy that can ride down the middle. He's got some good qualities, folks. Let's give him a chance. He's now my president if he gets nominated. 
I still think Trump has a chance, but he'll be President Biden and it'll be Vice President Kamala Harris and my respect will come on and I will give them and that deference that I need to because I believe that's what an American does and I will congratulate them and I will hope for the best because in the end, that's really what we want. Do we want President Trump or do we want America to do well? Think about that. Think about something else, folks. Veteran Crisis Hotline. Very, very important. Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Press 1. Please, if you know of a veteran who's struggling, a veteran who's having some problems, needs some help, anything like that, please reach out to the Veteran Crisis Hotline. They are that important. If you are not a veteran, they will also help you. And if you can't make that call and you're struggling to make that call, give me a ring, send me a message, and I'll help make it with you. All right, everybody, that's it for the show for today. I'll be on live after this. I appreciate you. God bless America. Hang in there. We got a long way to go. See you tomorrow.